This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Loud and Local continues on The Rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW. Here on Loud and Local, uh, I'm kind of calling these the stay-home sessions, uh, kind of mini-podcasts and, and just conversations with local musicians who are making things work, uh, whether they're staying home and doing live streaming, whether they're on the front lines working at the grocery stores doing their day job thing, whether they're just taking care of their kids, working in the medical field or something. I think that we're all kind of just trying to uh, stay connected, and that's the that's the main thing, man. We're talking with Glenn Cannon. Uh, you know him from the Glenn Cannon and the Damage Done and Window Pane and, and so much good stuff, man. And he's a he's an incredible musician locally, and he's been doing a lot of live streaming. He's also uh, d- continuing to work out there and helping out people. Uh, first off, Glenn, uh, welcome to uh, the uh, quote unquote podcast. Actually, just my hey, phone Kevin. connected to my to my uh, soundboard in my bedroom. Hey man, gotta love technology, dude. It's working, and we're talking, and that's killer, right? Yeah, life is life is good despite the. Uh insanity all around us man it's good that you can realize you know? that it's good that we can we can say that because a lot of times i mean there's a lot of um yeah let's let's let let's start off with this man like there's a there's a kind of a negativity feedback loop that we can get stuck in in our minds sometimes but uh just off the top of your head give me a like uh two or three thing maybe three or four actually three or four things that you're like super grateful for oh dude um well, honestly, man, I mean, it's one of those interesting things where uh, social media has really changed the world around us dramatically. And, yeah. and while I've always said um, social media is a unique thing because right now everyone in the world has a voice, the problem is that people on the whole maybe aren't ready for that. Like, they don't really know which voices to listen to and which voices to not. Like, people have a hard time just shrugging it off. Yeah. And, uh, so I think social media has caused a lot of division and a lot of anger, and it's very easy to lash out at someone when you don't have to look them in the eye. And so there's a lot of negative things with, with social media, but of course, here we are, and it's 2020, and you know, as a musician, I have to be on there, man. I mean, mm-hmm. if I wasn't a musician, I probably wouldn't be, but in these circumstances, um, it's cool to see, to because I mean... That that wasn't the crux of social media. There's lots of beautiful things on there. There's funny things. There's happy things. There's inspiring things. Yeah. You know, um, more right now. I'm just seeing uh, more of the positive than maybe potentially the negative. Just because I mean, there's still division out there. There's still anger. There's still all that nonsense. That'll always be goddamn humankind. But um, so many people have been able to stay connected by social media yeah. or even by, you know, these mobile phones, you know, mm-hmm. we all walk around with our face buried in these little glass rectangles. But right now, 
it's helping people stay connected and, and feel connected and to be able to talk and, and catch up and FaceTime. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, I think it's all kind of a, a good thing, I guess. It's a, it's a unique, I don't know, man. It's all of this is so insane. I mean, you know, I think it's been over a hundred years. So I can't remember what year it was in the very early 19th century that the big influenza pandemic happened. Yeah. The Spanish um, but, flu, yeah. you know, my lifetime, my father's lifetime, my grandfather's lifetime, no one's seen anything like this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it kind of hit me today like, uh, you know, it's interesting because many people, let's say two-thirds of the, the population, has to has put everything on hold. And when I say put everything on hold, I mean your hopes, your dreams, your aspirations, your goals. Everything has stopped. And whether that was man... I'm going to get that hot tub installed or dude, I'm going to get, you know, unless you're a novelist, um, this really turned your life upside down. And, um, you know, it's, 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 it's interesting. I I was just, like I said, I was thinking about that today. Just the fact that so many people's hopes and dreams and goals and aspirations have been put on hold and, you know, hopefully it'll refocus people, maybe make people pay attention to things that they've taken for granted. I mean, it's, we're going to come out the other side of this in a changed world, man. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yep. and, and I hope that it's a place with a little greater understanding, a little greater patience, you know, and a greater sense of uh, brotherhood, you know, especially in America where there's so, so much division, mm-hmm. you know, these recent years, there's yep. so much division in our country. And I hate to see that, man, because, you know, I'm the kind of guy that would step in front of a train for my neighbor, even if I didn't know his name. That's just how I was raised. That's the way you behave. And, uh, well, I you would, know, um, <laughs> absolutely, dude. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Glenn, I, I gotta ask you because, uh, it, there's one thing that I would, I would certain like one characteristic that I would place on you is that you are 100% you're an extrovert, man. There, you are a total extrovert. How are you doing? Like lat with like not being able to see people, hug people, give them high fives, see them at shows, play shows. Like, how are you doing mentally, man? Um, you know, I'm doing good. Uh, okay, my, good. My wife, she was able to move her job, her her office. She yeah. moved it. She set it up here in the house about two weeks ago. So in a weird way, it's been kind of cool because, man, I've had I've been with my girl. Yeah. And it's been me, my girl, and, and my cat, right? Yeah. And and honestly, it's been cool. Her and I have been laughing and having a good time and whipping up, like, you know, really badass meals and nice. just kind of geeking out on each other. And she's even joked, like, it's kind of crazy it took this pandemic for us to really get some time together because I'm – I'm, I've got my fingers in a million things. Like you said, I mean, there's, there was a window pane that owned my life for so long. Then mm-hmm. Bruiser Brody, now Glenn Cannon, the damage done. And, and I've got a couple other things in the hopper too. But, yeah. Um, but I'm like you, like, uh, you know, I know you're a workaholic. You've got to be doing something like I, I have. She gives me a hard time cause I'll have a day off and I can't sit still. I'm really not good at just chilling out, man. I gotta have my hands into something, but you know, I've, I've had time to really dig into my instrument and be creative. I've been digging into some writing that I don't want to do for a long time. Hell yeah. Um, you know, just staying inspired. And then, you know, like I said, she's working from home and, uh, the company that I work for live Oak audio visual, of course, you know, this is, we do 
huge conferences. We do uh, auctions. We do all this stuff that involve public gathering. Well, they're yeah. Dude, you talk about getting the rug jerked out from under you. And so they're savvy people, though. And so um, Dave and Jennifer O'Neill are the owners, and Jennifer started reaching out to all of these various food delivery services. Some of them are just restaurants that do strictly at-home deliveries. Some of them are restaurants that supply people in need. Yeah. Um, and she basically hit them up and said, look, we've got four giant cargo vans, commercially yeah. licensed. Um, and so she was able to contract with a couple of these different food distributors. That's awesome. And so I've been able to not only continue working, I mean, not the kind of hours I'd like to be seeing to keep the lights on, but yeah. um, I'm, I'm out there, uh, I'm working, I'm, I'm helping keep Live Oak going, I'm helping keep a couple of these different restaurants and catering businesses going. And like I said, some of it is food deliveries to people that are like at risk or even people that are in need. Yeah. You know, like seniors with diabetes and a lung condition. It's like, can you please bring me four days worth of groceries? So I'm out there doing that, man. And, you know, I've had cats even say like, oh, dude, be careful. And I'm kind of like, man, if I get sick, I get sick. I don't... It'll suck to get sick. It always sucks to get sick, but I don't think it's going to take me out. I mean, you know, we know the dead uh, Ted Smith. God, I just said the dead Smith. That's so messed up, bro. The Ted Smith was sick as a dog for a couple days, and he's back in action. I know he was back on air today. Nice. Um, from, from what he's described, he more than likely had COVID, but people of our age demographic are not people that are really deeply at risk unless there's a pre-existing medical condition. So part of what I'm doing is, 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 you know, getting people stuff that they, uh, yeah, I'm helping out people that are at risk. That's and good. I'm helping man. keep these, these businesses open. And so I feel really good about that, man, you know, um, as you should. Yeah. So, you know, I've got, uh, it's weird. I mean, things have slowed down for me and it's been rad to spend so much time with Tawny, but I'm still, a busy guy, dude. Mm -hmm. uh, you yeah. know, man, like, like you've been rocking these podcasts and doing these video streams and stuff. And, you know, you're like me. It's like, okay, how do I work within these new and extremely bizarre parameters? Yep. And, and, <laughs> you and know, you're man. adjusting and, and, and you're doing the, the live stream thing. So tell me a little bit about, um, like how, how, how do you get that together? And, uh, I, I watched one of them and it was like, seemed super pro dude, like really oh, good. And, and like, yes. Ace, tell me about that. Dude, so um, that was, uh, again, Dave and Jennifer O'Neill were trying to showcase the fact that, I mean, they've got all these dope HD cameras. We have all this uplighting. We have all this audio equipment, a huge warehouse full of just top-end gear. And so Dave and Jennifer were trying to show clients they could do virtual conferences, things of this nature. And then it got into musical performances and how could we monetize that or how could they even just straight up help out artists. Yeah. And so I said, well, look, you know, I'll come do one if you guys want to make me the guinea pig. And they were like, let's do that. That's so cool. So, you know, Dave, Jennifer, and I put it together and uh, I went down to um, the warehouse there, which they set up to become a beautiful studio environment. And, yeah. um, man, dude, like, I, it's funny if you were to watch that show, which I think went on for about an hour and 40 minutes. Um, I thought there was maybe 150 to 200 people watching, but what I didn't realize is that the host page only shows the people that are viewing directors not host page. Mm -hmm. Every single share or all the watch parties weren't reflected. Mm -hmm. So I was all stoked. Like, man, we reached 200 people. We logged out that night, and at any given time, there was 3,300 plus. That's so <laughs> and cool. And date, bro, um, 
that stream, it's a little over a week old now, but uh, 6,600 and change, 101 shares, and then just as far as it impacting people's news feeds, the metrics on that currently are, got it in front of me, 10,193 people reached. <laughs> so I was elated at the success of that. That And I had, it was cool, man. I had people all over the country. I mean, Arizona, California, cats on the East Coast back in Maryland are like, yeah, my whole family got together and we watched it. That's um, so people cool. were sending me snapshots of like the whole family gathered in front of the TV watching my acoustic set. So that was a tremendous success and um, really an amazingly cool thing to get to do. And then, you know, bless their hearts, Dave and Jennifer were like, well, whether we monetize it or not, let's keep doing this, at least for these local musicians. And so I had booked in, um, immediately booked in Wyatt Only. I had booked in Eve Clark and was going to continue, you know, booking out these bands. Mm -hmm. And then I think uh, like midweek that week as we were gearing up for what would have been Wyatt's performance is when the kind of secondary look, we got to go even further, non-essential businesses, et cetera. And so while Live Oak is now functioning as an essential business because we're supplying food, um, as far as getting together to do these streaming performances, um, they had to kind of clamp it down for now until they were, you know, until they're sure that they can do something without essentially being chastised by the state Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, for, for maybe putting people at risk. I'm not saying it's, it's a bad thing, you know, it's, uh, so right now that's on hold, but hopefully Jennifer will uh, will get that going again and be able to feature some artists. And then, man, I'll go ahead and let another cat out of the bag. I've been chatting with uh, Kino over at the High Dive, and the High Dive, like so many of our venues, um, this is a financial atom bomb, not just yeah. to staff, but to the functionality of a business. Um I can't even imagine the losses, right? Mm-hmm. And so Kimo had approached me and said, look, if we do things and we do this within these standards, we can do a live stream from the venue to try oh. and do a fundraiser for the venue. Is that cool. something you'd be interested in doing? And I said, dude, I guarantee goddamn tea it, right? Mm-hmm. So he and I have been chatting. It's nothing official yet, but there's a chance we'll get to do a full band performance and we'll do it out of the high dive wow. to essentially um, – have a, a, an in-progress fundraiser for the high dive. Oh, hell yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm thinking that's going to come together. I don't think I'm doing anything silly by talking openly about that now, but mm-hmm. that's something I'm excited about. Because, I mean, dude, if that many people gather around to watch my stupid ass playing acoustic guitar, I think, you know, if the band can get together and throw down, um, you know, hopefully a lot of people will tune in, watch that, enjoy that, give people something to connect over, and then more than anything else... You know, maybe throw two, three, five bucks at the high dive. Yeah. If you do that times potentially two, three, four thousand viewers. You know, I didn't really monetize mine, man. I had my website up, which was cool. I got some merch orders. I've got an entire tour's worth of merch stacked in my office. Man. Yeah. I've got, I've got three grand in merch stacked almost to the ceiling in my office. It's just cardboard box out hell back there. But, um, you know, people were ordering merch, and then I had a, a PayPal.me link up mm-hmm. to it, and people were just throwing money at me, like, randomly, like, hey, bro, love you, love that you're doing this. And so if we take that to a grander scale, maybe we can really, uh, you know, crack some skulls for the hot dive, which I would love the opportunity to do that for them and for anyone. Oh, can I cuss? I'm sorry. Oh, dude, I just said the S word, dude. Dude, it's all good. This ain't live. Uh, so my, 
what I've been saying and what I've been seeing is that necessity kind of breeds creativity. And uh, I'm even the wheels are starting to go in my head. Like, man, there's a lot of people that can't get out to these shows, even when we can go to these shows. You know, uh, you know, obviously nothing beats a killer live show, but there's people with kids. There's people that you know aren't aren't uh, you know can't function and and can't get into venues. You know, they have to wake up in the morning or something. Maybe if there were some sort of like paywall of like pay three dollars and you can watch this streaming concert from your home you know uh it's just like what what yeah, man, can we do now be, we're learning all these new guy, things um i don't know if you know andy McHale, but he was way it's interesting i think of it now as being way ahead of the curve but andy had this thing he was calling it top left tv oh i know andy yep the, yeah man so andy McHale put together top left tv and the whole top left thing was it's you know washington state's the top left corner of yep you know the uh there of course there's alaska but there's you know as far as this chunk of america pre-canada right yep. and his whole thing was and he invested all this time and energy into this beautiful multi-camera rig and he was going to start streaming pacific northwest music you know on a national and hopefully even global basis and he poured himself into the growth of that yeah. and pretty quickly i mean it became one of those things where it was just like my god i'm bringing out four and five people to these local shows and putting on this huge production and it's just it wasn't cost effective for me it created mm-hmm. something really amazing but it it it's it didn't take it didn't take off you know yeah. he'd suddenly had 3 4 5000 viewers across the states and I think that's what he was hoping to try and create. And it's interesting because I look at all that now, and it's like, man, Andy was just a couple years ahead of the curve. Yeah. Because I think following this, potentially the demand for these types of things is going to be much greater on a local level. I mean, you can always watch your pay-per-view Rolling Stones concert or sure, whatever, man. Sure. But I'm talking about, you know, even touring bands. Like, you know, our, our bro, Ryan Chute, I gotta say Chute because yep. the thing about I always called him Ryan Shoot man, but our bro Ryan the Beard Pounds just had to cancel their May tour. Yeah, and so I think immediately about a cat like Ryan, like if he could have because he tours enough that he's got pockets of fandom around all these various states. Absolutely, so just playing in and around you know Washington, Oregon, Idaho, he's not reaching his fan base, but with something uh, on a streaming basis, that type of media basis. Mm-hmm. Even after this is over, it might be something for artists to consider doing on a more regular basis just to reach those fans who maybe can only get to see Pound like every three months. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, so it's, uh, you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens when, when the dust settles on all this, man. I mean, I know so many people that are out of work. Um, so many people, man. I mean, you, you think about, and I've been talking with various club owners because they're, they're friends of mine, man. I mean, I do business with them, but the yeah. type of human being I am is I develop a relationship and, of course. you know, uh, my job is to put bodies in your club. We have a great time. I make money, you make money and it's all wonderful, but I do care about you and I care about your staff. And I, you know, that's, and, and so I'm reaching out, like, how are you doing? And what I get back is this is a goddamn nightmare. And yeah. I, you know, I, I believe in my heart, it's all going to work out. But I think about these venues, like, how are they going to survive? But then you start to think about your favorite restaurants, the taco place down mm-hmm. the street, mm-hmm. all these places. How are they going to survive? Mm-hmm. How are they going to survive this? How are they going to reopen their doors? Um, I've been talking with my bro. Uh, everyone knows him as Little Ben, but Ben Scott, who's the booker and talent buyer up at Tony V's in Everett. Yeah. And they're already talking about a series of shows um, once 
things settle down and people can start to congregate again, they essentially yeah. help Tony V's generate revenue. And he reached out to me about that. And I was like, of course, we are in 100%. You know, just count on it, man. Because, dude, you know, T- Tony had just... I don't know if you were following him on Facebook, bro. Mm-hmm. He was doing a complete remodel. He was redoing his whole bar. Oh, yeah. I think he took out some loans and stuff. To mm-hmm. just, he was just pouring money into his venue. Yeah. And suddenly there's a goddamn plague. Mm-hmm. And he has to close his doors. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't imagine what that, not spiritually, I mean, spiritually, but even financially, the implications of that for him. Yeah. I mean, it makes you want to cry, bro. And he's one of 25,000 business owners in King County experiencing that kind of thing. So, yeah. you know, it's, uh, I know I just went off on a team, no. but I tend to do that. I'm over caffeinated and undernourished. Dude, I've dr- <laughs> I drank a lot of coffee and a lot of uh, soda today. So dude, absolutely, man. And, and, uh, dude, it, but that's the thing is like, if we can support these businesses, whether it be through a benefit show after the fact, or it just, you know, ordering some takeout while we can, that's important, uh, to keep the, the everyone, uh, help out when we can, uh, and just be thinking about your fellow brother, your fellow sister. And, uh, for, for, this is a good thought, though. Like, Glenn, I know there's no, like, timeline, and, and, you know, obviously we don't know. Everything's unsure. But just picture that first show when it's safe to come out of your caves <laughs> and that first big concert. Like, how triumphant will that be? And you'll no one will be stuck on their cell phone. No one will be, you know, just not paying attention to the band. We're going to be all living in the moment like a concert again, like just loving it and living it and just think about the triumph of the spirit that that will feel like, man. Oh, it's, it's, it's going to be amazing. But, it, you know, it's interesting along those lines. I've had conversations with people where I've said, look, man, you know, if the band lifts and we do the show a week later, um, imagine what that's going to be like. And it's a valid point where some of the feedback I've gotten is, dude, I hear what you're saying. But the other part of it is people might not be in a hurry to congregate yet. Yeah, there I think there's going to be, be a s- lot of lingering concerns and fear where people are like, yeah, those boys are playing, but I don't know, man, because last time I talked to Junior, he said his throat itched. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> you know, dude. Like, uh, I'm, I'm on the same page you are. I think it's going to be like people running naked through the streets, and it's going to be a goddamn, like, yay, we can be together again. But, um, you know, I think you and I are spirits of hope. <laughs> yeah. Well, there might be a lingering fear. It might take a minute for things to level out. And I hope that's not the case. I hope they're like, look, this is what's up. We've got to control. The cases have died down. By the way, we've just, you know, we've discovered a vaccine, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be, to make people feel comfortable. I mean, I know me. If they were like, dude, it's all good, I'd be at Slim's last chance so fast. Yeah. Shot of whiskey and toasting the staff down there. That's just my closest favorite watering hole. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, I'd be there like a bullet, Kevin. I would. But, you know, my hope is when we all get to start doing what we have been doing, it's going to be a big surge of energy and celebration. That's what I expect. But, it, it you know, those voices that have said to me, oh, it might take a minute, I don't disagree with them. You know, I kind of hear what they're saying. They have you know, a good point. Uh, they have a good point. Like, we are all currently kind of experiencing group trauma, and there will certainly be uh, a lot of us with, like, PTSD from this. Like, we... Yeah, people are people are shook up, man. They, they are, dude. And, and rightfully so, you yeah. know? 
you know, just uh, it's going to depend on on where people's hearts and souls are at, man. Like, it's not that I. It's that whole thing of there's reasonable fear and unreasonable fear, and mm-hmm. I just, you know. I really try to not make any decisions based on fear. Dude, Fair if enough. I was making decisions based on fear, I wouldn't be a musician. Ah, you know? <laughs> good point, good point. <laughs> like, dude, you're, what if you fail? Oh, dude, I probably will. This means I'm going to become a gas station attendant, but yeah. I love doing this, and I'm going to go play music. And if I can pay my bills with a Sunday, then, you know, you won't be able to wipe the smile off my face. So, dude, yeah, uh, man, pe- people are people, and, and there's all types of hearts and souls. So the, the the cool thing about all of this and, and, and you know, obviously there's, there's a lot of bad things, but the cool thing about all of this is that there are people that are supporting artists and, and you know, every day at 3 p.m. Kyle Court, he does a, a, like a, a live Facebook oh, live yeah, thing. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, I, I, Tony want... and I have been following him daily, bro. Of course, when I'm at work, I can't, but she's on there for us every mm-hmm. day. Tawny's on there for us every day. And a couple of days I've gotten home in time to get to catch like the last bit of it. And yeah, dude, Kyle's just... Right. I mean, it's killer, dude. It's killer what he's doing. And yeah, he's doing a set every day and he's taking requests. And, um, what, what, uh, do you, do you have anything coming up? Are you going to be hopping online and doing any, uh, any live streams that you want to promote? Well, I, man, I think the next thing coming is, uh, you know, we're going to work this out. Like I said, I mean, I've been just in talking with chemo at the high dive now for about 24 hours. Okay, cool. And I think that'll be the next thing. And when we announce that, I'll announce it big. But um, right now, that's that's the next thing, hopefully on my plate. You know, man, it'd be great if the damage done could could go rock uh, the high dive. I will say it's weird, man. Like even when I was doing my acoustic set, um, you know, I get done playing and there was no no one clapped. I'm looking at the camera and I'm like, <laughs> great, you know, <laughs> I'm no. performing to the Hal Nine Thousand, dude. Like yeah. this is really weird. And finally, about halfway through, like Dave, Jennifer, and Tawny was down there, so they started clapping after songs, and actually made me feel a little better, too. Okay. Make <laughs> like, me feel valid. Well, it was just like it was weird, man. Like <laughs> you know, there's there's no response. Yeah, the camera's just pointed at you, and it's like, man, you know, I'm, I I do this because I love connecting with people. And the interesting thing about this is, like, while I was. I sort of wasn't. I felt extraordinarily isolated. I felt like I was on Mars, man. And I do this because I love, like, I play music because it's like being the ultimate escapist, right? Like, if if it's 10 people or 100 people or however many people are are at an event, they're not thinking about their bills, they're not thinking about their job, they're not thinking about the fight they have with their girlfriend or whatever, man. They're just free for a little while. And that... <laughs> That's why I do this, you mm-hmm. know, and it sets me free too, man. I'm not, I don't have to be Glenn when I'm doing that, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, and so performing in in this format is really unique because that escape hopefully is still there for the viewer, mm-hmm. but for me as the performer, it's it's really uh, it's really bizarre, man. I'm not getting that connection. I don't get to look anyone in the eye. I don't get to make anyone smile. I don't get to feed off of the fact that I'm actually pulling it off and, and helping these people just be, you know, free of everything else for a minute, you know? Yeah. Um, it's, 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 it's weird, bro. <laughs> it's well, they're weird. smiling. You just can't see it, dude. That's right. That's right, man. That's right. 
Dude, so Glenn Cannon from Glenn Cannon and the Damage Done. You can definitely stream their stuff and and and, and check him out. You know when he when he does the uh, live stream on the High Dive, we'll keep you updated. We'll keep you posted, and uh, we'll repost the stuff on the KISW page and everything. And uh, Glenn, thanks for taking some time. Uh, I know you're you're staying busy out there. You're helping people out. You're serving. Some, you're delivering some food. Uh, any final words uh, to anyone out there that's listening that might be a little bored on their couch? Oh man. Hang in there. I, I don't know, man. You know, people you miss, give them a call. There you um, go. Because you have the you time. <laughs> You've definitely got the time. And, uh, you know, as I understand it, we're in for another 30 days yeah. of this. I mean, just hang in there. I'm mm-hmm. sure people are climbing the walls, man. But what can you do, dude? Like, the only thing you can really do is focus on what you're going to do when all this crap ends and it will end. It will be over at some point. This Mm -hmm. will be a memory. And so just focus on make plans, make grand plans, all the stuff you never gave yourself the time to do, man, do it. (laughs) You know, like go back, backpack through Europe, whatever it is that you haven't, you know, quality of life awaits you on the yes. other end of this isolation. So there's some closing thoughts from from me. <laughs> Glenn, thanks a lot, brother. Dude, I love you, Kevin. Love you too, man. Yeah, man. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, bro. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.